Welcome to the Healer Haven podcast. My name is Anne. I'm a therapist by day and a spiritualist by night. In this podcast, we love talking about things you believe in that are bigger than yourself. You know, and I think when life becomes a little too much, that is a comfort. And I tend to say, believing in something bigger than yourself, it can be religion, politics, human nature, love. I don't even mind if it's baseball. Fun because I love baseball. But anything that's bigger than your human skin. And I'm really happy to have you back for episode three of season four, when we're talking about, in its entirety, the concept of manifestation. Now, I wanted to first say, I just apologize for being an extra week off. I was under the weather a little. You might even hear it a little in my voice today, Um, but I'm very excited to be back here with you. And we are using our acronym that we have been called Manifest It, where each of those letters represents the next stage or idea to help you manifest the life you want. So we know that M was for manifest, was is it anyway, that's episode one. A was for are you ready, which was episode two. And now episode three is N, name your manifestation goals. We've had past podcast episodes where we discussed defining our goals. I think of past seasons where we have, we talked about smart goals. We discussed manifestation a little. Now we get to expand on it. We get to break it down today and to look at specific and applicable ways to make your journey a little easier and to make the life that you want for yourself. So I want to start with a little quiz, maybe a test, thoughtful question, whatever you want to call it. But what do you feel is the difference between prayer and manifestation and SMART goals? So I'm going to break it down a little, some examples, right? Religion, spiritual science, Prayer maybe might say like, please God, help me because I need to pay my rent today. Send me a sign or an option. Maybe your manifesting brain might say, I'm going to find a way to pay rent. Your science brain is, I'm going to earn or ask a loved one for $325 by 5 p.m., right? More specific. They all have the same goal of mind that you need to pay your rent, right? To meet a basic need. Well, what do you notice? What do you notice about all those? Right? What do you notice about all three of those? Here, I'm going to say them again, okay? Please, God, help me because I need to pay rent today. Send me a sign. Two, I'm going to find a way to pay rent. Three, I'm going to earn or ask my loved ones for $325 by 5 p.m. Some people might give the feedback to the first one, right? Some would say, well, prayer gives up control, right? It says you do something to make this happen for me. Some. Two, Some would say that kind of manifesting statement, I'm going to find a way to pay rent, isn't really specific enough. It's nice, it's positive, but there aren't really tangible steps. And for the third one, think of the SMART goal, that it's almost so specific it doesn't leave room or other options, right? It doesn't sometimes even leave room for failure for some people. Um, And by the way, I like to say a, a little hint to drop the last episode where in the last five to 10 minutes, I talk about perfectionism and failure. For those of you, (laughs) we'll be talking about that a lot. It's a big piece of manifestation, but let's keep going. There will always be science and spirituality at each other's right throat. They're going to come at each other and say, you do this, you do this, this is better than this. That's not tangible. This is, that's too out there. Um, And how people are naming their goals. So I'm just gonna start simple is set goals (laughs) I mean you know I know we're trying to fine-tune and see where we're having barriers but I'd much rather people be talking about it than not or wanting something than not 
So in episode one and two, we, we have to have a desire for change, right? At the one thing we know at the very least, when people are forward thinking and goal directed, right? At least they're doing something that's, uh, that's good, right? They have some sort of, I don't know, ambition, but I say, give credit where credit is due. You know, at least people want to change. If they're thinking about whether stuck or unsure or in repeated patterns, there's some sort of recognition that something needs to change and they want that to happen. And I think that's a good thing, right? Um, The second part to this is, is not just that desire, but I think don't fix what ain't broke, right? When you're making goals, what's already working that we don't want to change, here's the thing. If something's working or going well, you want to add a couple things, great. Maybe you want to sustain it for a week or two and make sure it's right. I always say a pattern or a habit, right? But don't upturn your process. We only want to focus on what's not working or what's a barrier, how to make something going from something you're succeeding at to like, you know, a pattern, like I said, or something you do long term. But we do this in therapy where we realize people kind of hurdle over what's going well, <laughs> or what's working. They want to discuss what's not working. That's totally normal. It's human. We want things to not feel right. So crappy. We want to focus on sometimes what isn't going right. But I want you to kind of ask yourself that. What style do you have right now? How do you name your goals right now? You know, maybe ask yourself, what do we not want to change? What goals have we met already? Review what those are and what you've attained already, give yourself some credit, man, because sometimes, you know, it's hard to get it from the universe or other people. So we want to make sure that we're giving it to ourselves. And I want to go back to this, this next part, which is let's give some avenues to, to name those goals. So let's say that you're reviewing these things. You're saying to yourself, this is what I'm doing well, but this is really the goals that I'm feeling there are barriers or that I'm stuck. So the question often is, you know, why should I name my goals? What are the reasons I name goals, right? So, of course, we know there's gatekeepers that might listen. There can be gatekeepers that can tell you how to manifest exactly this way. No, that's not how this works. You don't get to gatekeep manifestation. We give people hints, and if they pick up some hints or things they feel are helpful, then they do it. But it's really about readiness and intention to receive. And we talked about that last time, so I'm not going to go into it. But everybody obsesses over the goals of what needs to happen. But this is getting something out there. You're just putting it out there. For spiritualists, this is really about energy and vibrations you're putting out into the universe. If you're wanting the science part of that, if you behaviorally activate and complete tasks, that it increases motivation, that sense of accomplishment. It increases that chance of like pleasure or pleasure, meaning a sense of feeling good about something. So you science nerds, I love you, by the way, I am one. You science nerds are probably thinking, yeah, well, smart goals are, they work because they're tangible. They work because they've been made into a process, which is easy to track and make quantitative, but don't dismiss the spirituality part of it, right? For other people even if it doesn't work for you. And when I say that, that it's quantitative, it's easy to put in there, it's easier to study. It doesn't discredit that they work or don't work, you know, but just don't discredit the qualitative either. I see manifestation goals or vibration as qualitative. It's difficult to put into a research study because it's so individualized and I can't put down the word intention on a working definition, right? really easily where thousands of people will probably disagree with me. So me not having a working definition, it's already difficult, right, to do research with it. But 
you're starting to even see one of the barriers, right? That there are gatekeepers who tell you that there's a right way to manifest or to goal set. And I'm here to tell you, I'm just happy you're evolving. And I'm really happy you're interested in a change. And I hopefully want to give you some skills to help. Again, qualitative doesn't mean it doesn't work. And sometimes it's just harder to study. So I encourage you to use your science brain to maybe hang tight and be flexible with us. And on the flip side, those of you who are spiritual based, don't discredit science either. Even if sometimes it appears a little stuffy or, you know, um, validity and reliability is a really sexy quality. Because it's shown on paper that not only that something is showing a pattern of predictability, right? But it does... Oh, sorry. <laughs> My dog came next to me. But it does... Um, it works for here body change. So whether it's feelings, emotions, vibrations, intentions, maybe data... But people who name their goals, regardless of how, are more likely to meet their goals than not. So why the hell wouldn't we? Right? Don't get caught up in the details too much or fighting with each other about who's creating better goals. Because I've seen people succeed with both avenues. Uh, I'm going to break down manifestation statements for science folks a little bit, though. And smart goals for my spiritual folks. Yep, I switched those on purpose. Because those of you in your comfort zones, I want to try... Maybe for you to try the other, right? So if you're looking at this and you're saying to yourself, well, I'm really uncomfortable with the manifestation stuff, just try it out and listen to it again and do the SMART goals second or vice versa. But step outside of your comfort zone today and maybe try one of the skills you haven't. You, it might be what you're missing and where we can combine and come together to make something better. Why wouldn't we? Um, So SMART goals are very much, right? They're specific, right? They're going to the bigger picture. Most are comfortable the other way around. Like I want a house, right? I want a house and we help them get more specific or people do it in therapy all the time, right? Like I just want to get better. Well, sometimes the big pictures are really hard to grab onto and measure progress, right? People might be in therapy for a chunk of time. They're like, I don't know if I've done this. It's mostly because they probably haven't created tangible checkpoints to feel successful or accomplished. So they didn't have that. And if people can't make progress or feel like they can't, which, by the way, is just as possible, whether you're not meeting it or you're feeling like you aren't, those can be just as damaging. Um, they find it really difficult to stay motivated on hard days. That's why treatment planning is a way for therapists to get specific to measure it. We're really good at taking overwhelming situations and breaking them into parts so you can feel like not only, you know, not feel, but actually can have control and take it back and also checkpoints. So I want you to, and this is going to take some pausing, I want you to write down three goals, just general, and I want you to pause me right now. Okay, identify one of those goals, hopefully you pause me, identify one of those goals and say it out loud. Yes, even right now, as I'm talking, say it out loud. Keep Keeping things in your head leads to lots of body stress, by the way. <laughs> Um, so sometimes just saying it out loud to hear ourselves, it's a reality. It's putting it out there. Hear your voice. Say what you want. So pause me now and say it out loud. Okay. Now write down one step today. One step just today that you're going to do just today. Now pause me again. Okay, next step. Now write down one step this week that you're going to take to get there. 
pause me again this week only. Now I want you to write down, you got the hang of it now, right? I want you to write down, you're going to pause me one last time. One step this month that you're going to take to reach that goal. The next, at six months. In 12 months, what you're going to do in five years and even in 10. Okay, one goal at each of those time slots. We want today, the week, the month, the six months, the year, the five years, the 10 years. These are checkpoints to big goals, okay? Now, pause me again, and I'm going to give you some time to do that. Okay. Now, I want you to observe those goals and ask yourself, do they have these traits? And you can pause me after this, okay? Are they specific? Are they measurable? Are they attainable? Like doable? Are they relevant to what you're wanting to do? Do, do the goals make sense to the life that you want? And is it time-based? Okay. So those spiritualists are like, oh, this isn't going to work, right? Um, or this isn't how it works. This isn't how manifestation works. I do think it is kind of a key to it. I think you need to have some sort of goal. You don't just sit there and go in. Like we said, manifestation, we talked so much last time about what manifestation was and putting it out into the universe and what that looks like. Um, so today we're talking about how really to get specific with it. It's nice to put it out there, but what do you do with it? So um, some of my spiritual listeners have even written and kind of saying like, well, time is a constraint or time is relevant or, or irrelevant or um, it's in the eye of the beholder. Relevant is in the eye of the beholder, right? Yeah, it's attainable. Like anything is attainable, right? And sometimes even the toxically positive saying, you can do anything you want. Like not in a human body. I can shit out golden nuggets and use them for payment on the Queen concert where Freddie Mercury is making a guest appearance. It ain't going to happen. You can manifest it all day in your life. You might be able to dream it, right? Which some people would say that's manifesting. I want to manifest a dream of that. But really, like in our here body, we have certain constraints, right? There's is things attainable. Yeah, there are some things that are not. Like physically, we might not be capable of. But um, all mediums in the audience even, right? Like it can't be measurable. It's too big. Like, well, you found your barrier, right? Whatever you're saying, in some sense, what you think is the problem, that's how you know that's where your barrier is. That's how you know where you're stuck, right? I can't get more specific. Well, I heard an I can't in there. If you need help and you're stuck on it, reach out to me. Send in the comments, questions, statements. If there's something you're stuck, even how to make your goal a little more tangible to make it feel like you're making some movements, just talk to me. I love helping people that way. Okay, so I actually want you to do something different with the SMART goals, okay? What people do is they go into SMART goals. They're like, is it specific? Is it measurable? This is actually the key. Are you ready? This is something maybe you haven't done. Start from the bottom to the top. People make this mistake. Little therapy trick here. People get too specific and they get overwhelmed and they stop because they go from start, they go specific with S, right? Be very, very specific. And then they almost get stuck if it's, you know, if the one they get to mart. So you actually want to go backwards like trams. They're trams goals. That's <laughs> They're trams, T-R-A-M-S. You're just spelling smart backwards. And as you work up these steps and you find a hiccup, you move back and you try again. So we're going to do it together today. 
we're actually going to try it. This might help some of those hiccups that you have in making your own goals. I told you that, you know, I was going to work with you to give you, you know, my example with my health and it's a big one, right? So we're going to do one today. We're going to work one together, you and I. And the statement of, I want to be healthy, right? That makes sense. That's a really good goal. Good job, Ian. I want to be healthy, right? So in the sense of spirituality, I would say like, I'm going to be healthy, right? You, you take out the words like I want or I can't or this or something that it might happen. Manifestation is all about saying to yourself, like, I'm going to be healthy, right? That is something that is going to happen. Now, I just don't get to wish that and magically like I drop poundage and I'm like, where exactly I need to be? No, it's not going to work that way. Even if people are type 2 diabetic, they don't get to wish their way out of it, right? There has to be steps to take. Because you are in a human body. You have certain constraints in the human body. So those of you that are spiritual that get stuck up, you know, or get stuck up or stuck on these parts where it's like, um, well, I'm just going to do that. Well, we talked about it. Again, go to the last episodes about what actually is manifestation in one and two. This next one is really how to apply, right? So for you spiritual folks, even people that are more scientific oriented, you can use this, this goal, use trams. You know, this is the way that I want you to do something to think about it differently. So let's get going. So I want to be healthy is the goal that I'm using. So the first thing is we're starting backwards, trams, not S. We're going to T, not S. So time limited, when do I want this? Well, I might say tomorrow. I would love to be all these things tomorrow. Well, it ain't happening. I'm not losing the weight, getting knee surgery in 24 hours. So just stop right? That's not maybe like if I sit here and dream about it, but it's not going to make my human body better. It's I want to be healthy. For me, I want to be healthy by the time I'm 40. I'm 33 right now. I want to be healthy by the time I'm 40. I'll still have 40 wonderful years on earth with good knees and, you know, um, in a way I want to look, right? Healthy on the inside. I never, I'm always confident on the outside and I'm okay with how I look and what I wear and how I wear myself. But on the inside, I want to be healthier. My knees, right? So I want to be healthy by the time I'm 40 so I can have knee surgery. So if I started with very specific, I wouldn't know where to start, right? Like I could probably sit here and pick, but I would get stuck. Or I'd have way too many specific goals. It would be very confusing. So when I start with T, when do I really want to do this by? Well, I really want to do this by the time I'm 40. I want to say that I'm like healthy in the way that I want to be. So the second half of my life is good and healthy right? Um, so the second one is R, trams, T-R, R, relevant. Is it relevant to my long-term goals and plans? Do they fit my values? That's important. Relevant means, here it is, long-term goals and does it fit my values? So do these small goals fit my long-term? Does it fit what I really believe in? Well, totally. I grew up as an athlete. It's so much my identity. I tell people I grieve sometimes because of the things that have happened to my knees and my body since then. It has been a grief process for me. And I just want to be able to move the way that I did again. Because it makes me feel good. Whether it's good and sexy and productive. Like that's what makes me feel good. And I've had to learn to feel those ways with some of the ailments I have. So for me, it does align with my values. Right? If I want to get healthy. Right? But my goal is eating McDonald's daily. Well, uh, that's not really relevant. Like, I want to be able to eat McDonald's every day. Um, but it doesn't really match my long-term goals, even if it's something I want. So, okay, cool. Let's keep going. 
A is for attainable. Can I do this in nine years? I'm 33. It's 2021 by 20, you know, 30. Do I feel like this is something I can do to be healthy, get knee surgery and those things? Yes, for sure. Losing weight, getting surgery, doing PT in nine years so that the second half of my life I'm, you know, healthy. This is where we get hard on ourselves. Whether, you know, ourselves are our inner critic, our imposter syndrome, our perfectionistic brain that wants you to succeed, but only on its terms, right? We're going to keep talking about that. But if you're having trouble with this part, reach out. So again, I said, if it's, you know, in one day, it's not going to be attainable, but you really got to think about like, is this actually attainable? And M is for measurable. So I want to be healthy by the time I'm 40, so I can have surgery for my knees. Well, I can kind of measure it, right? I can say nine years, but it doesn't really tell me like what the hell I'm doing between now and 30, right? Like, or between now and 2030. It's just kind of telling me like, these are things I want, right? But it doesn't really um, say what's happening in between. So the next step is making sure you break down within that goal. Today, this week, this month, this year, five years, 10 years, like we talked about when I had you make the goals and pause me above. Today and this week, I need to make sure, here's an example, I need to make sure that I'm doing like stretches. This is to keep my body healthy while I'm figuring out my, you know, weight and health and other things, my medical conditions. But making sure that I'm doing stretches and exercises three to five times a week, right? The month is making sure maybe that my month goal that I make sure to weigh in at least one time to make sure I'm losing weight or staying on those goals so I can pursue that knee surgery when I turn 43 or before right before 43 I'm saying um you know 40 that's just an example but you know what exactly like that is measurable right that's something that I can be like am I doing that or not have I exercised or stretched three to five times a week if no then I need to look at my barriers and go back to the drawing board do I need to keep working at it or do I need to change it? Is it not realistic? Is it something that I've missed, right? Do I need to go back to T or R in order to make it attainable and measurable, right? Is that something I need to do? So when you hit a barrier in any of these, you go back to the step before. That's why trams is better than st and smart to me because I think smart sometimes jumps people in too fast, they have you kind of like somehow being an expert at goals before they jump you into everything else. No, it's the opposite. Okay. The specific. Okay. And smart, which the S is specific, being specific. In this case, we're doing tramps. So we're ending with specific. But this is where you can be even more specific. Get into the details you want to track, right? I will complete wrist rolls and back arm stretches for five minutes, three to five times a week, right? Now, some people don't like being that specific. Yet I realize in my clinical practice, if people can make it tangible and they can grab onto it, even sometimes, right, like it, it, it makes them feel better. It makes them feel like they accomplished something. And for me, on busy weeks when I have goals, if I have no executive functioning, energy or motivation left, somehow just something written down that I know I need to do, I don't need to think. I don't need to use extra time, right? So hear me out. When we look at these trans goals, this does take more time, right, on the front end. Making these goals, checking in, that's also key with goals. That's the next part. You have to check in with yourself. 
you have to write them down somewhere. I think that's putting them out. We talked about just saying it out loud today. Writing it down is also putting it out into the universe. Talk about manifestation, writing it down, saying it, not just talking about it, but being able to think about those things on a grander scale and checking in with yourself. Hold yourself accountable. Don't lie and say like, yeah, I kind of met this this week. Just be honest. If you're like, I'm at one to two days this week, that's great. You're still on your way to your goal that you're manifesting or the goal you're setting. You're reaching it. So now just say, okay, I did one to two. So now do two to three. You just had to adjust. We can only learn. It's not about perfectionism to give up on that goal. It just means that you keep forging on. It doesn't mean you won't meet it. You just have a couple more checkpoints. Okay. So checking in with yourself, writing it down. So that's something too, when I talk to my science or my smart goal, you know, individuals who really love doing those goals, sometimes it's just sitting down and meaning making it. You're not just making a goal to make it, but manifesting is also putting meaning to it, right? It's putting meaning and feeling into it. It's putting, when we say vibrations, right? It's putting it out there. And not just saying, I want this, but I'm going to do this, right? I'm not, I want to be healthy. We're adjusting it. I'm going to be healthy and have knee surgery by the time, right? I am 40. That's what I'm looking for. Not even looking for. That's what I'm going to do. And nothing is going to stop me from getting there because it's my priority. It's my goal. It's the vibration I am putting out. Okay, you guys are doing really great, by the way. We're almost done. I really just wanted to highlight that manifestation and goal setting, it does take work. It doesn't blow out your candle, right? Your birthday candles and, you know, it. you manifest it and boom, right? It's the first two episodes and this, it's goal setting. There has to be a balance. I like to explain it to people that manifestation is the mindset to propel you, to keep you hopeful, ambitious, whereas the goals and goal setting are placing it into action. And I do believe the balance is necessary. Okay. All right. Can you breathe? I can breathe. I can see myself getting stuffier. I told you that I was <laughs> from talking. It's stuffier and I need to go get some water. I need to go. Speaking of goals, it's being able to eat every, you know, and drink water and make sure that I'm doing that throughout the day. So anyways, um, I wanted to share a little bit of story before I ended today. So I want to give you an example of a manifestation goal. Okay, one of my ultimate goals is to be my own LLC when I say my own business, whether it's consulting, supervision, therapy, but ultimately have the flexibility that I want. I always thought I'd stay connected to a healthcare delivery system or academia in some way, but most of my job, at least half, would be me being my own boss so I could have more flexibility, right? So I said to myself when I started this, it's not just the being healthy that I've been working on. But on the flip side, my professional goals, right? Things that I want. So um, I basically use kind of what I said, like perfectionist or like not getting something it doesn't really get in your way. So I've been applying this since I've started doing it. And I've told you, I've been really trying to fine tune and perfect this for quote unquote perfect this, right? (laughs) For a long time. Um, We're going to let go of that. I've been trying to do well at it and just see what it feels like and, and to see the successes that come out of it, out of manifestation and goal setting. So I've been doing that. And I did that when I started this podcast, a supervisor position came up and I applied for a lead position where I, where I worked. Um, and I tell people this does not reflect my employer. It's definitely nothing negative. I think in a lot of ways I've learned so much from my current employer for a lot of things, you know what I mean? But it is really like, um, uh, I put out for this lead position and I was chosen as the one of two, 
back then there was a pool of people for the location I was at. It was for the clinic. And um, rightfully so, you know, they had they had picked like my boss met with me. He I know, you know, saw and see my sees my potential and my leadership skills. There was always like, you know, the person had been there longer than me and they'd been a clinician longer. So it made sense. Right. The pick for the team, you know, as a whole was the other person. So I remember just like I got upset, not really at them or that somebody else succeeded, but like at myself. Right. Like there's something I could have done or should have done or this. No. And I just got caught up in it a week too long. You know, didn't affect my work or my clinical practice, but it affected me. Now, this time, as I was starting this podcast, the supervisor position came up and I was like, oh, man, I don't I don't know if I want to do it. But with the professional side of my manifestation goals, I said, just take a chance. Like, it'll just propel you whether you get it or don't. You're going to learn something. And that was a part of the goal. Right. I just said to myself, like, I'm going to get in the final. Right. There were, you know, a chunk of people that applied and I wanted to get in the final interviews. And by the way, everybody, I did. And that's because I went into that interview like I wasn't nervous and I was confident and I outlined who I was because I just said in myself, like, I'm going to get to the final interview. So I treated it without that anxiety, without the goal of how I was going to do that. It was just sometimes the energy and the vibration that I put out there. And I did. I got in the final six. Rightfully so. I found out on Friday, right? I found out on Friday that I didn't get it, that I didn't get the supervisor job. So some people would be like, oh, that's so upsetting. Like, I'm so sorry for you. I'm so sorry for that. And I kind of was like, I didn't feel like a thing in the sense of like, I got happy for the people who got it. That was actually my reaction. I was like, good for them. You know, that was a part of their goals or their manifestation, something they brought to themselves. Doesn't mean that necessarily. And some people would say, well, if you manifested that, like you were going to get it and not be in the finals, that mean you got it. I don't know that. But I do know that it wasn't ultimately my goal for that. I just wanted to learn from the interview and I wanted to stay engaged as a candidate and be seen as a leader. And being in the final six, I was. That's what I wanted for myself. But I know long term, I'm not going to stay in the healthcare delivery system like long term, like full time. It's just not going to happen. So I knew that the universe would have the next step for me, right? Like myself, my universe, it doesn't mean I wasn't taking steps, doing interviews, putting myself out there, updating my CRV. Those were smart goals. Those were things that I should and were doing. But I knew that not getting that, that something else would come. And I turned to Tony and I said, sorry, my, my, I turned to Tony and I said, you know, I just feel like um, that something else is going to come, <laughs> right? That something else is going to be there, you know, and it is. And I said, I don't see this as a failure. I see it as a success. This was ultimately like a success because it was learning. It doesn't matter if I got the job or not. That's too A to B. It's that it wasn't the time for me in that job. So I knew next thing would prepare itself within, you know, within even 12 hours, I got a call from my alma mater for my master's program and basically said, hey, we're looking at this, these options and um, offering, you know, a potential adjunct instructor position to me. And that was that that was my alma mater. And they said, yeah, I've been thinking about you and this stuff just laid out. And then the next thing is within an hour of that, I got an email from a place in northern Wisconsin recruiting me to their clinics, you know. And it was one of those things where I've always thought about, do I want to live in the middle of nowhere? I love Madison. I've been here 10 years. I, you know, I like the clients I work with and my team. Like, do I really want to like leave when I've been at, you know, the place where I work for six years? And there's all these dances. And I said, just go interview with people. <laughs> there's no harm that doesn't affect my patients. It doesn't affect where I currently work, but it does look at options. 
And I feel like it's like, well, my long-term goal is like to be healthy and to be flexible. And would these two things like really allow for that, right? What I do know, it's just the next step. And I feel like they were cool steps. Again, doesn't mean I'm leaving my current employer, but it's professionally these opportunities are coming forward to say, we're here. Are you ready to accept us or take us? What's going to happen? So ultimately it is my choice, but I think there's some of these things that choose us. And you have to open yourself up to those things, okay? Open yourself up. And that actually, all of those are a true story. (laughs) That did actually just happen this weekend. And I truly believe doing those first two episodes just reminding me of that. I didn't get upset about one thing and I kept myself open for other things. I didn't see it as a failure. I learned and I propel forward. And very openly, my boss said something nice. He goes, I know like you're a leader and you're probably a little disappointed. And his nice email he sent me. And I basically, you know, kind of said, like, I'm actually not like I'm, I just take the next thing. Right. I said, hey, I just take the next thing that comes at me. And that's what we're going to do. You know, maybe 10 years ago, maybe even three years ago. Right. I was a little more upset, but it wasn't upset for any specific reason, except like, oh, man, a barrier. Take them as lessons. The more that you take them in as lessons, the more likely you are to succeed at it later. Okay. So now I'm really, this is a lot of data. So lots to think about. And I hope you wrote some goals down and you reach out to me if you need help. Stop doing this alone. Stop living in a silo. Ask for help. I'd love to be a helper in your manifestation goal setting. And I want to give you a final quote from Brian Tracy. He's a motivational speaker from, I think he's Canadian or Canadian American, but um, a goal without a plan is only a dream. A goal without a plan is only a dream. Now, me, myself is Ian. I am a dreamer and I love shooting for the stars. Yet it's really easy to get lost in space, right? So let's at least define our own galaxy. Thanks for hanging in today. And I love, 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 love having you here. And I look forward to seeing you for episode four. And as always, heal on my friend.